allowed to be seated. You can be pre be seated. And uh, like I said, we're going to just speak just a few minutes tonight. Just a few minutes on the peace in a storm. Peace in a storm. And uh, I was looking up what a storm is. <laughs> and uh, Webster said it's uh, turbulence. It's turbulence. It's uh, sometimes it's accompanied by winds, rain, a blizzard, snowstorm, all the different things that happen in the natural. But it's a disturbance, some type of disturbance. And uh, sometimes we face and storms come in our lives, praise God. But we're, when, when storms show up in our lives, we are to go through it. God expects us. Jesus expects us. He has equipped us to go through the storm, not to faint in the storm, not to entertain doubt in the storm, but expects us to go through the storm that someone, our testimony is, God brought me out. Praise <laughs> God. You know, if it wasn't for God, I know I wouldn't have made it through here. I knew. I didn't even know which way to, but the Lord, my God, saw me through. Peace in a storm. So I wanted to go over here, um, the first scripture here in Mark. Mark, the fourth chapter. Mark, the fourth chapter. And um, one thing we have to know is that God has invested, has invested everything, equipped us and everything we need to go through a storm, you know, not to faint in a storm, not to complain in a storm, though we do have that opportunity, and many of us take that opportunity, <laughs> you know, but God has placed in every one, of, equipped every one of us the ability to go through the storm, counting God as being faithful. But we do have opportunity. <laughs> He's equipped us. So we even gone through the storm. <laughs> we don't have to complain like sometimes we do. We don't have to um, blame other people, but sometimes we do. <laughs> we don't have to weep and cry like there's no hope. But sometimes we might. <laughs> but he's equipped us to go through the storm, giving him the glory and the honor. And so I want to go over to Mark, the fourth chapter. I think it's the 35th verse, where Jesus was talking. Um, he had been teaching his disciples, and his disciples were those who were committed followers with him. And uh, he had been training them and teaching them. But how many know? Even the training and teaching that we get through the word of God that we read, that we've been preached to us, sometimes a test comes, you know, and sometimes a test might come in form of a storm. <laughs> you know, we don't like it. We, a lot of times, you know, even in natural, we like bright, sunny days, you know. We want to have picnics. We want to go to the beach. We want to have bright, sunny days all the time. But that, listen, that don't happen in the natural. So why do we think it's going to happen in the spirit when God's trying to train us to grow up? <laughs> you know, and so in Mark 4.35, Jesus was talking, like I said, disciples who were committed to it. He, they had saw, he had saw Jesus, they had saw Jesus 
do miracles. They had seen him do all types of things as the son of God, you know. But at that time, I mean, he was a son of God, but he was operating as a son of man and um, anointed by the spirit of God. And so the same way with us, we have the spirit of God to help us to go through. The spirit of God empowers us to go through. So we don't have to faint. We don't have to. But if we, I'm telling you, if we look at the storm clouds, man, it sure is dark out here. If we hear the, the thunders, man, it's out, you know. I remember years ago when it was starting to storm, this is the natural, our parents told us, you know, when it's storm, you better go sit down and be quiet. You know, you don't move. <laughs> and so, you know, we, you know, we, we being who we are. <laughs> they wanted to play, run and play, run and play. Up in Pennsylvania, one-story house. My house, my dad actually built that house. And uh, we just played, my brother and my cousin, we just played, we didn't listen. They kept telling you, you better sit down. The Lord is speaking, you better sit down on that couch and don't move. And we just kept on. And finally, a bolt of lightning came through the house. And we all ran trying to get through the, all, we, we talked about it to our, that happened 50, 60 years ago. We still talk about that. All three of us tried to get through that doorway at the same time. We <laughs> praise God. And I still remember it to this day. But the storms of life do show up in our lives um, to grow us up. For us to let us know, you know, our confession has to match up with our lifestyle. Put it that way. Because a lot of times we say we trust God, you know. We're dependent on God. You know, God can do everything but fail. All those things. And that's true. But they're true in us. <laughs> so we sometimes storms show up. And I want to read the 35th verse. Um, starting with the 35th verse. Uh, Minister, if you can read it until I tell you to stop. Mark, 30, Mark 4, 35. And he's talking to his disciples. Verse, verse 35. And the same day when the even was come. He saith unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. Verse 36. And when they had sent, and when he when they had sent away the multitude, they took him, even as he was in the ship, and there also with him other little ships. Verse 37. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. 38, and he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him and say unto him, Master, careth thou not that we perish? So sometimes the storms of life show up, and God expects us to use what we have, use what he invested in us, you know, and sometimes we act like we're alone. You know, where's God? <laughs> <laughs> he, he's right there. The Bible says he'll never leave us or forsake us. But here, the disciples, when it was, uh, you know, something came before their eyes. Sometimes we go, if we rely on what we see, what we feel, what other people are saying, we act just like disciples. <laughs> Lord knows. Where's God? Where's God? Where is he? It's the same God. Yesterday, today, and forever, God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's, you know, he's all-powerful. 
And so he's the same God. So he's, he expected the disciples, Jesus expected the disciples to know and trust him. They had seen enough. He had taught them enough. He expected his disciples to know and trust him. And guess what? He expects the same from us. He expects us. We're committed followers. He expects us, no matter what shows in our life, to know that he is God and beside him is no other. And he expects us to trust him. Because he, he often told them, what? Remember the lows. If we can look back on our lives, last year, five years, or however, if we just remember where God has bought us from when we didn't see a way out. We didn't know what, you know, we didn't know how we were going to get out. But he was faithful. So the Bible often tells us, tells, he often told his disciples, and I believe he's also telling us, we need to remember the loaves. Remember last year. Remember last month, last week, five years ago, ten years ago. Guess what? When it seems like it was all over, but he delivered. Remember when you were sick and your the doctor didn't know what to do, but God raised you up. Remember. Remember when there was a crisis in your family, but God delivered. Yeah. Remember, he's been faithful. Just remember. Just re think of one prayer. Think of one prayer that you prayed from your heart according to God's will, and he heard your cry. Guess what? He's the same God in the midst of a storm. He's the same God. Same faithful God. We're not always so faithful. Praise <laughs> God. I can say I was. But he is faithful. The Bible said his name is faithful and true. That's his name. It's impossible for him to lie. You know, we, we quote that number 23 19, but God wants us to know that now. He wants to know that. So sometimes a storm comes up, just like here in the, the ship says it was full. I think the water was taking a lot of water. Look, like they were for sure going to sink. And sometimes in our lives, it seems like. And for sure, we're about to sink here. <laughs> God knows, man. God let God let it go to the to the nth degree <laughs> to let to, to let us know for us to cry out unto Him, because He is our Savior, He is our Deliverer, He is our Waymaker. No matter what shows up in our life, He wants us to know that. Though He wants to know He wants us to know that without doubting, He wants to, us to know that without wondering. He wants us to know that he is our God, he holds us in the palm of his hands. Okay. Listen, since we took our first breath on this earth, Satan's been trying to destroy us. But guess what? By the mercy and grace of God, we're still here. And we're not going nowhere until God says. <laughs> God knows. So go ahead and Mr. Reed. Verse 38 again. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and say unto him, Master, careth thou not that we perish? 39, and he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And then he asked outreach a question in 40. And he said unto them, why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And so they had faith because he dealt to 
every man the measure of faith. But sometimes in a crisis, we don't use the faith that we have. That's invested, that already have. We have enough. We have enough. The Bible says we have overcoming faith. We have enough. But sometimes in the midst of the storm, we look, we look at what we see. We look at might, the dangers that might arise. And we don't use the faith that we already have. But God expects us because he says, he's asking them. He rebuked them. He rebuked them. Why are you so fearful? <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> That's what we need to know, don't we? Why are you so fearful? Why are you depressed now? Why are you acting like it's no hope? I'm right here, just like I told you I'd be. <laughs> God knows. I'm right here. Even to the end of the world, even to your last breath, I'm right here. So why are you so fearful now when the storm showed up? I'm the same God with when it was sunny out. I'm the same one. <laughs> I'm someone. You know, people say, well, well, the sun went down. The sun's always out. What are you talking about? <laughs> the sun's always out. Sometimes there's clouds. We can't see it. The sun is always out. <laughs> and God is always there. We just have to remember that. He wants us to get to know him. He got upset with his disciples. <laughs> and it says they feared exceedingly. And once in one version said they were they were terror, they were terrorized. <laughs> God knows. <laughs> because the storm showed up and it looked like they were going to perish. And they uh, cried out to him. But one thing about it, one thing about it, mercy and grace. When they cried out to him, God still, he still showed up. <laughs> he still delivered. He, didn't, he wasn't pleased that they weren't using the faith, but he still showed up for his namesake. He said, I'm still here. I'm still here. He don't cancel us away when we miss, miss the mark. So I'm still here. But he's trying to train us, train us in every situation we face, in every situation we might face, to learn to trust him. Learn to trust him. And then this is what? And don't come by just saying it. <laughs> trust him. Sometimes it's testing time. Sometimes it's testing time. You know, because otherwise, we, a lot of times, if a test don't show, we, we'll find ourselves trying to do stuff on our own. <laughs> and sometimes it's testing time, and nobody's going to help you but God. Nobody. <laughs> nobody, even your best friend. For the first thing, they need help themselves. So <laughs> nobody can help you. And so that's how God wants it. Just you and your God. This me and my God to trust him, to let him know, to let us know that he hasn't forsaken us. That it is true. I'm not a liar. You've been saying it. Man, you even quoted it. You even preached about it. You even taught about it. You even told other people about it. But now you need to know that I'm not a liar. It's impossible for me to lie. I need to know that. <laughs> and I know I'm going to get a chance. <laughs> Praise God. That's all right. Praise God. He's not a man that he can lie. Praise God. I want to go over to Exodus. Exodus, the 14th chapter. Exodus, the 14th chapter. We're talking about peace in a storm. Peace in a storm. And Exodus, I think it's 14, uh, 12, I believe it is. I'm gonna, if you could read it to I tell you to stop uh, minister verse 12 yeah is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt 
saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. Wait a minute, Minister. I, I wanted to tell you that this is when they, um, the children of Israel had, had left Egypt, and then they're out in, the, in a facing a crisis, and uh, they start right away, start complaining. Could you read that again, Minister? 1412. Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians. For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. So all that God had done, <laughs> all that God had done, man. We say, man, if I'd have been back there, it would have been, sure would have been different. For real? <laughs> God knows. Same people. It's the same people. But we're soon to forget. We're soon to forget. Man, God rained out, I mean, bread out of heaven, birds out of the sky, <laughs> God water out of a rock, <laughs> a cloud and a fire before, behind them in front of them so nobody could hurt them, uh, parting the Red Sea. <laughs> One thing is, one thing about it that they should have known, it says when they left out of Egypt, their clothes grew with them. What? Wouldn't that happen? <laughs> so they had baby shoes, and by the time they left out, they had grown-up shoes on. How'd that happen? <laughs> Praise God. But the power of God, their clothes, their clothes, and their sh everything got bigger. I don't know how many it was, probably millions of people. But good enough, God was with them. But as soon as something came up, they couldn't see a way out. Right away, they started complaining. But we're better, we've been better to be slaves than die out here. We're all alone. You brought us out here to die. I told you to leave us alone that fast. Complaining. That was then. I know outreach don't do that. But I'm just, I'm just bringing it. I'm just telling you. Go ahead, minister. Verse 13. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he shall show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. That's what God wants to do sometimes. Trust him and stand still. <laughs> God, no. Stand still and see God work. That's what we need to do sometimes. Sometimes we need to close our mouth, <laughs> stand still, honor God, and get out the way. <laughs> That's the best thing we can do. <laughs> stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Let me do my work. <laughs> stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. And Ephesians said, whenever you stand, you've done all you know to stand. What? What are you supposed to do? Keep on standing. <laughs> Keep on standing. There's peace in the midst of the storm when we learn from our hearts in every situation to trust God. Know that he is God. I don't care what we face. He is still God. Situations change. Man, sometimes you'd have a great day. I felt, man, this is is this real? I had a great day. The next one, what? <laughs> Man, you know what? <laughs> but it's the same God. 
Same God. Situations change. Just like the weather changed. Sunny, you know. But tomorrow, no matter what the weatherman says, sometimes the cloudy days, sometimes the storms, and sometimes the storm of life show up in our lives. But God allows them for us to be able to trust him in every situation. Because sometimes we segment. And what I mean by that, we trust God in certain situations, but other situations we struggle in. You know what I'm saying? We trust God for salvation, but many in other areas, we, work, we still worry. We still are doubtful. We still act like we're not convinced. It's the same God. It's the same God. And so God allows tests. He wants us to walk through a storm with the peace of God that passes all understanding for us knowing that he's still here. That he's still here. And so, just like in the ship, just like in the ship, um, Jesus expected the disciples to know and trust him. And that's what he expects of us. He expects us to get to know and trust him. He's the, we say he's not a liar, so can't, why can we trust him? Well, why can't we? Because sometimes we go lean to our own understanding, mainly. We lean to our own understanding. We go by what we see, what we feel, what happened in the past. But he wants us to get to know and trust him in every situation. And to be sure, it's a growing process. To be sure, it's a growing process. (laughs) And I'm still growing. I'm going to tell you right now. (laughs) Praise God. But God, he takes us. He takes us. Little bit by little bit, he gives us space to grow. He gives us space to get to know him. You know, if we miss it, he's, he doesn't like it, but he still, he still continues to work with us. He said if he began a good work, if he began a good work, if he began a good work, he will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He will complete it. Go ahead, minister. Same in Exodus. Verse 14, the Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. The Lord shall fight for you. The Lord. Praise God. The Lord. That means we don't have to get all upset and uh, out of it. Yeah, we don't have to get our blood pressure up. We don't have to get bad thoughts and start to get a brick. You know what I'm saying? Because the Lord will fight our battles. We learn to trust him. The Lord will fight our battles. Praise God. <laughs> Goodness. Verse 15. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. So a lot of times in a storm, he's asking Moses, why are you crying off to me? Why are you crying to me? I gave you everything you need. I gave you everything you need. So that's the on us. Why are you crying? Where's the Lord? He said, use what you have. Use what you have. <laughs> if you, you know, he didn't leave us defenseless. He said, use what you have. And that's what God expects. He said, why are you, why are you telling the people? Why are they crying unto me? Tell the people to move forward. That's what he's telling us. Move forward. Trust in me. Move forward. And Moses, well, you know, he just had a stick. <laughs> He's had a stick, a branch. <laughs> but God said, use what you have. 
So we got the word of God, the spirit of God living in us. Let us use what we have. That's what God expects. That's what God expects. Tell them to move forward. Verse 16. But lift thou up thy rod and stretch out thine hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Praise God. Praise God. Go on dry Verse seven, ground. Oh, good, good. Verse 17. And I, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh, upon all his hosts, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. Down to the 20th. 18. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen. 19. And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went before their face and stood behind them. 20. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them. But it gave light by night to these so that one came not near the other all the night. How many know even in a storm, even the storm, God is protecting us. Even in the midst of a storm, he is protecting us. Praise God. Because sometimes we are crazy in the midst of a storm. But even in the midst of the storm, God is protecting us. He's protecting us. Praise God. I want to go over to Psalms 91. We're talking about peace in the midst of a storm. Peace in a storm. Psalms 91 I have a familiar scripture, I believe, that we often uh, say and memorized. But Psalm 91, I just wanted to look at that. Peace in the midst of the storm. How can we have peace in the midst of There's trouble all around. Everything around me looks dreary. Everything looks troubled. How can I have peace in the midst of a storm? Let's go to Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What is a secret place? Communion and fellowship with God. You see, it's our responsibility. It's our responsibility. How many know we need prayer? We all need prayer. But guess what? How many know we all need to develop a prayer life for ourselves, though? Come on, come on. <laughs> Secret place, communion, and fellowship with God. That's getting, getting to know God in the midst of, you know, getting to know God. So when a storm shows up, you guess what? You know something now. I don't know how this is going to work out. But one thing I do know, that God is with me. He's protecting me. He will keep me from falling. That's when we take time to get to know our God for ourselves. The pastors preach the word, preach the word, but it's our responsibility to get to know God. Pastor, I think he said on Sunday, so the word becomes a reality in our heart. Until the word becomes a reality in our heart, it's just in our head. 
And so when trouble shows up, we're still worried. We're still doubtful. We're still complaining. But when we take the time in the secret place with communion and fellowship with God, we get to know our God for ourselves. Don't care what nobody says. I know my God. I don't care. I don't care what it feels like. Listen, your own, own mind will start to call God a liar. Your own mind, your own eyes. But I don't care. I know my God. That's what God wants us to know. And if we got peace in the storm, we know our God. Because I don't care what's all this. He holds the whole world in his hands. Verse 2. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. And like I said before, spending the time, the quiet time. How many know we live in a hectic world? You know, fast pace. Everything's fast pace. It's like the days are shorter. It's the same 24 hours, but we jammed everything up and so much, the weekend seemed like they're glued together. I mean, we're just always moving, doing something, doing something. But we have to take the time, take the time. To spend that quiet time with God. Get to know God as our friend. Get to know God in every situation that God is faithful. In every situation that he is faithful. That quiet time. And if we don't, we cheat ourselves. We cheat ourselves. I know if I don't, if I'm not, if I don't spend the time, the quiet time. I know there's a difference. There's <laughs> a big difference. A big difference. You know? But when we get to know God, uh, there's even in the midst of a storm, there's a calmness. There's a rest in him, you know. You know, because how many know in the midst of a storm, you're tempted, you're tempted to worry. Sometimes you're tempted to worry. But when we spend the time to get to know God, there's a calmness, there's a rest. How are you resting? Resting in him. Resting in him knowing. When you're resting in him, we're trusting him to work it out. God has this. <laughs> you, know, I, you know what? I don't know. But God, oh, I do know God has this. <laughs> and so I can rest. I ain't got to worry myself. No more gray hairs. I'm resting. Oh, God knows that. How many know, you know, um, in the midst of a storm, sometimes there is danger even. How many know we're living in perilous times, you know, in that Psalms 91. Just like, the, like I said before, what pastor spoke on on Sunday, the word has to be reality in our spirit, in our heart. Otherwise. Otherwise, we don't truly know it. And when crises show up, we struggle. But we have to take the time to get to know, get to know, to put the word of God in our heart. Just, just thinking about it. Spend the time with your friend. Spend the time with your friend. Is almighty God. Spend the time with him. Sometimes it's talking. Sometimes just listening. Sometimes God will reveal something, maybe a scripture that you read maybe a hundred times that's been preached to us all over, and God will give you understanding what that actually means. You know, more understanding, more understanding. Just between you and God, he wants to be our friend. He's our almighty God, but he still wants to be our friend. 
wants to he wants to be he's concerned of every aspect of our lives. He's concerned about every aspect of our lives. That's why he said, you know, if if you acknowledge me in all your ways, acknowledge me. I will direct your path. Sometimes we skip right past that scripture. You know what I'm saying? The alarm comes on, like, ah, give me a coffee. Let's get to work. Man, you better acknowledge God, because I tell you, we get there, there's a bunch of mess <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> so the thing is, acknowledging him, and uh, when you acknowledge him, there's trouble that shows up. But, you know, I notice a difference. I notice a difference when I acknowledge him. I need for him to lead me and direct me, because he's leading and directing. I want me to lead me and direct me. There's a... <laughs> Trouble. <laughs> it's trouble. Praise God. But he is, if you could read that, uh, Psalms 91 again, the fortress, if you could read that. All right. Verse 2, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. And so he will protect, he can be our protector in one of the scriptures in that same Psalms 91, it says, there's pestilence. How many of diseases all over? There's diseases. They don't know I have a name for them yet in our society. Probably some of them germs come in contact with our bodies. But we have to learn to know our God and believe that he will protect us and he will keep us. Otherwise, we can be fearful. Otherwise, we can be fearful, you know. But God wants us to trust him and know that he is God. He is God. And beside him, there is no other. Praise God. Continue to read, minister, real quick. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Verse 4. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Down to the seventh verse. Verse five. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor by, for the arrow that flieth by day. Verse six. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. I may know there's violence everywhere. Violence everywhere. People have no respect, no regard for a human life. And if you listen to the news, you can get gripped by fear. But God wants us to concentrate on, yeah, we know it's out there, but God wants us to know that he will protect us. We trust him. He can protect us. Even in the midst of all this mess going on, he can protect us. I know he's protected me. Couple times at gunpoint, but God protected me. <laughs> and I told you know, people tired of me saying, but that head-on action with three cars were totaled. Windshield smashed in. I couldn't even get out of the car, and the policeman said they had to pry me out of there. I was still conscious, taken away on a stretcher in the ambulance. The policeman said, "This is a miracle." But guess what? Two hours later, I was walking out. Because <laughs> I had to be here tonight. That's why. <laughs> God is my protector. <laughs> All three cars are mangled up. 
<laughs> but God said, not so today. <laughs> he is our protector. We can have peace in the midst of a storm. In the midst of a storm. Even in <laughs> trying times, we can have peace in the midst of a storm. He wants us to get to know him. So there's, you know, there's talking about arrows that fly at night, bullets everywhere, diseases everywhere. But our God is still almighty God, who, ruler of heaven and earth, and still can protect us. We need to know that. Otherwise, we can, we can let our heart be gripped with fear. There's fear everywhere. There's perilous times. Okay? But God is still able to protect us. We need to know that, though. We need to know that. And the only way we're going to know that is spending time to get to know our God. It's good for me to say it. It's good for the pastor to say it, but I need to know it. I need to know it in every situation. <laughs> Praise God. I want to go over. Uh, okay, Psalms 46. Psalm 46. Uh, I think it's um, first through the third verse. Yeah, first through the third verse. Verse one. God is our refuge <laughs> and strength, a very present help in trouble. When is that? That's every day for me. He's a present help in the time of trouble. A present help. That's who God is. <laughs> He's a present help. In a time, he's our refuge. You know, refuge is a, a protected area, a protected area. The things are, many things are disallowed. They even have refuges for animals. And so you can't go in there and hunt with your, with your rifle trying to hunt, your shotgun trying to hunt. You can't take plants off of an area where it's a refuge. It's a protected area. Nothing can touch you. You can look at it, but you can't touch it. So the same thing, God is our refuge. <laughs> he is our refuge. And he will protect us. He will keep us. How many know he's kept us all these years? All these years. I think most of you are over, over, um, let me see. Uh, I won't say, say nothing. I'll get in trouble. <laughs> quiet. Well, you know what? Most of you are up there a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, he has protected us all these years. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Through many situations. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Verse 2. See, if I know that, then I'm not going to be fearful. If I know that. But if I just say it, if I just quote it, if I just preach and I don't know it, I'm, I'm going to say it, I'm still going to be fearful. I need to know this. Verse 2. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed. That's some confidence, isn't it? The whole <laughs> earth can be removed. I'm still not going to fear. Man, that's some confidence. <laughs> and though the mountains be cast into the midst of the sea. An earthquake. I'm still not going to be moved. <laughs> Verse 3. Though the waters thereof wrote and be troubled through the mountains, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Selah. Verse 4. There is a river. 
the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. Praise God. Knowing God, peace in a storm, getting to know our God, getting to know our God. I want to go over to Luke, we're almost out of time. Luke, the sixth chapter, Luke 6, I think it's 46, Luke 6, 46. Um, down to 49, 6, 46 through 49. Verse 46. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? 47. Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. So all the sermons that we have heard, all the tapes and DVDs that we have listened to. When we understand them, God expects us to put it into practice. Because if we don't, it's going to tell you what's going to happen. When we do, we'll be like that tree planted by the river of the water. We'll be able to stand. Go ahead, minister. Verse 48. He is like a man which built a house and dig deep. And laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Peace in the midst of a storm. <laughs> Peace in the midst of a storm. Even no matter what situation that showed up or shows up in our lives, when we get to know God, will be like here, like this house. Even though it's a big storm, it's a storm, maybe something you never confronted before, but it could be something in your family, something in your finances, something in your marriage, something in your health. But because you took the time to know God, it's still peace. <laughs> a peace that passes what understand. You're supposed to be sad right now. You're supposed to be worrying right now. But the Bible said it's peace that passes all understanding. <laughs> God, no. <laughs> you know, peace in your heart. Peace in your heart. That I'm a vessel unto God. I'm a vessel unto God. I belong to God. I belong to God and nothing going to happen unless God allows it. I belong to God. I'm his vessel. Praise God. Verse 49. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon the earth against which the streams did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great. So it says we have to do, be a doer. I think James says it best. We have to be a doer. Not just a hear. It's good to hear. It's good to memorize. It's good to quote. <laughs> but it's better to do and keep on doing as God helps us. In the last scripture here, I want to go to peace in the midst of a storm is uh, Hebrews, 
the 10th chapter, Hebrews, the 10th chapter, and we all get a chance in the midst of a storm. We all get a chance. Hebrews, the 10th chapter, I think it's the 23rd verse. Hebrews, the 10th chapter, the 23rd verse. We're talking about peace in the midst of a storm. <laughs> verse 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. That's what God wants, that's what he wants out of us. Let us hold fast. To profession, we say, we often say, God is faithful. Mm -hmm. Let's hold fast. Even in the midst of a storm, let's hold fast to that. Because it's still true. Because a storm showed up, it's still true. God is faithful. Profession of our faith without wavering. So if your legs start to, you know, ah, remember what the word said. Remember your God. When your knees start to buckle, just remember, God is faithful. He's the rock of our salvation. Praise God. So peace in the midst of a storm only comes by knowing who, I, who your God is in every situation. Amen. 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 Praise God. That's it. That's it for tonight. Peace in the midst of a storm. Peace in the midst of a storm. And so when you walk out of here today, if you see, see some storm clouds,